Oh no, now the knee. Oh, well, that was that. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a throw for Bobrovsky. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So, you pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end. Or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a trial. Hello, welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoach Tragics podcast. I'm your host, Dan. With me tonight, I'm stuck with two of the two greatest tragics we've got around here. So it's uh, Glenn and Roscoe. Uh, Glenn, mate, how was your week? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, mate. It was a bit of up and down. I had um, I had a few good pods go off in Miller and uh, Nat Butcher, so that was pretty handy. But I also had... Um, Dewey, I played uh, Katoa over Dewey because I was worried about Dewey, and then I left Alamotti on the bench so that I had backup for Dewey. And then I remember saying in the chat, I really feel my gut says play Alamotti over Dewey. Didn't trust my gut, but I still ended up with 1,071 and got a green arrow, so can't complain, I guess. And one close to the heads. Awesome. And Roscoe, how did you go this week? Uh, next question. My, mm-hmm. I've got, I'm just asking this question for a friend. Can we start again? <laughs> no, it was pretty average. Um, thousand and four, I think it was. Um, yeah, as I said earlier, before we come on the record, don't don't uh, mix alcohol and trading or captaincy because it doesn't work. Because um, it cost me probably about seventy or eighty points by not putting the captaincy on Grant. I mm. uh, ended up looping Turbo. Had to take out Preston, which cost me about seventy points. So. Mm, yeah, unfortunately, times. unfortunately, it's time. I'm I'm going backwards, but it's time to start getting that side ready. Use another boost this week, or should I say, my first one, and um, hopefully start moving up the ladder rather than down. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, as a guy that loves a drink, mate, and loves Super Coach, um, I know whenever I know I'm drinking, I'm putting the safe capsule every single week. So <laughs> 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 always do it before I start drinking. It's my first little uh, point of call. Uh, I myself, uh, pretty average round, actually quite average. So I'm um, right in the middle, actually. I've got a 1083. Uh, once again, picking the right captain and playing the wrong bench as per usual. Um, I ended up being pretty flat. I think I lost about a hundred, couple, couple hundred spots there, which isn't too bad. It's near around 10k mark still, which isn't the worst thing. Pretty decent situation to be in this time of year. Yeah. Um, so tonight, as per usual, we're going to go through the uh, trade trends and then move on to the week's game. So we'll start with you, Glenn. Um, trade in number one this week, and that's Walsh, 554k with a negative 32 break even. Thoughts on that one? Yeah, well, I'm doing it. Um, I, I don't rate uh, him as high as everyone else does, but I do rate the fact that he's going to make cash. I like the draw. I think it's a nice play and a move towards others that we're looking at later down the line. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm bringing him in too just because I've got a player that's not going to play this week. So I might have to try to get some points elsewhere and make some money while I can as well. So, uh, Roscoe, your thoughts to you, mate? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say 17 of my 25 are in the negative break even, and that's always pretty mm. to look at. Yeah. Um, I was looking at doing Teddy to Walsh, um, and then I had a bit of a look around. I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't mind it as a cash grab, it's like a two- to three-week cash grab or maybe a bit longer because they do still have a heap of games at home or in Queensland before they leave. Um, so I don't mind it if you want to build up to a Latrell or something like that. Um, 
but for me, I'm actually going to go to uh, Karaz instead via Hammer. Um, I just feel like I need to probably go there instead, um, but I don't hate the lost trade. Um, I mean, my concern is he was on minus two at half time, and he was, was only on about 40 points, you know, until he got those two tries. So his base is not great at all. That's the only concern for me. And that's why I went to Graz. Um, a bit more expensive, but as we saw, 20 odd to hit ups on the weekend, 62 points just in pretty much in, in hit ups alone. So those attacking stats will come. And, um, I think there's going to be more points out of him. Yeah. No, I, I do like the Walsh trade. Walsh is only going to be a trade I make. Um, if I need to loop, because um, if I don't, if I need to loop, then I won't trade it, because I'll have Teddy to as my little backup there. Um, but yeah, it's my boost if I need to loop. If um, if I'm not going to loop, I might bring him in just to get some extra cash. All right, uh, Roscoe, number two most traded in this week, two hundred forty-one thousand with a negative nine break even, which doesn't really matter because he's got he got played the one game. That's Josh Schuster. Yeah, look, I'm bringing him in this week. Um... I don't think it's a must-do must do trade this week. Um, we saw on the weekend he got 59 points with three tries, hits in the try contribution. Um, and I think that he's going to get a lot more try contributions of what he's going to get try assist because there's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of passes from him to Turbo and Turbo will get those you know, sweeping uh, play try assist. So I don't hate it, but it all depends on who you're trading out. I mean, I'm going um, Brimson out because Brimson hasn't been scoring well and they've got a buy next week. It also gives me the cash to go uh, Katoa to Hines next week. Uh, if I do 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 pull the trigger next week with their buy coming up, but I don't hate the trade, but I, I don't think it's one of those trades. I don't think it's a priority trade this week. Yeah, no, I agree. Glenn? Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say really is um, the fact that it's, he does find an injury and uh, has mm. a few lingering injuries. So if you, he's playing south, so probably doesn't get a big score. So if if you don't need to get him this week, you can wait to next. If, like where you're trading down someone for the coin to get to someone else, then do it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, especially with the end of the game last week, he was already <laughs> rubbing that calf, and um, you never know what happens next week as well. So this is the prime example of if he's not going to change in cash this week, there's no rush to get him in. The, the um, one upside to Schuster I will get is that they played left predominantly last week, um, and that Garrick Schuster. Turbo are all left side dominant. So, I mean, it sort of steers me away from DC a little bit, but I still think that he will get a lot of try assists to um, mm. uh, Turbo or even to Garrett. I'll just yeah. add on to that. I'll just add on that quickly, sorry, too. The um, trade in, trade out, most popular trades. Number two makes no sense, which is Tedesco to Schuster. Mm. I'm not, I've got, there's like 1,500 people that's, you shouldn't be going Teddy to Schuster. That's just really. Makes no sense to me. Not the yeah, right I, I, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna figure the reason for that, and after we talk, when we get to number four on this trading list. So uh, I think we're gonna figure the people reason why people are doing that, um, which I still don't agree with. Uh, I think yeah, I think you're right there, Roscoe. Um, but like, I think um, one thing I, I, I like looking at his stats, but one thing I like to look at more is the eye test. And Schuster, besides that little injury, he's the eye test was amazing. Him yeah. partnering up with Turbo, that yeah. was a really good looking. I'm looking forward to seeing them match a bit more. Uh, I reckon they're gonna be a good combo, and mainly gonna be a force to reckon with you. They team up really well. Absolutely. Uh, number three on the trade in list, 693k with a break even at 53, and that's Payne Haas. Glenn, thoughts on that one? 
Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm imagining people with Cotter are probably going to Hass because Cotter's out. Um, you know, at the moment for me, the objective's money. So, I mean, but having said that, two coins, one cash, uh, one points isn't a bad strap. So, yeah. 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 Thoughts there, Roscoe? Yeah, look, I think he's pretty much close to a must have, as I like to say sometimes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't said it for a while, okay. Um, Yeah, look, um, yeah, 1500 are going from Cotter to Haas makes sense to me. would you go Christian Walsh to half, though? That's the question. I still think Walsh has got catch to make, but what do you think about that trade? Yeah, uh, I, I, I'd hold, I, I don't mind it. I think it's um, it's an upgrade, but is it like a week too soon, or that's what I'm thinking? Because um, I know there's a 28 and Walsh is rolling average, so that might be a bit of a challenge. But yeah. I think that's just it. Uh, that game was an outlier. He's playing against um the Tigers next week, so um, not only that, yeah, it's the heat. A lot of the forwards are playing less minutes at the moment because of the heat. And if you look at Haas, so did Haas. The only difference mm. was that in the last 10 minutes of that game, Haas had two line breaks, two try assists and two try contributions or whatever it was. He, he put on a stack of points in a very mm. short time. So if you actually take the sample size and take that 10 minutes out, it was actually quite ugly for Haas. Yeah. I think yeah. Um, he played 32 minutes last week. They were playing in Melbourne this week. I, I, could, I think he'll go back to about 55, 60 minutes this week. and. Mm. I think I think you could hold him, but look, it's, I don't I don't hate the trade going to Haas, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I like because um, in, in, if if he if you know he's playing fit and he's got no shoulder injuries or no nearly injuries, he is the guy you can keep in your team for the whole yeah. year and just know that he's going to do what he needs to do. Yeah, so I think that's a staple. Just put him in your team and leave him there. Uh, number four, and this is the reason why people are doing Teddy to Schuster, I believe, and that's Nico Hines. Uh, uh, anyone else risking the biscuit and getting bloody Nico in first game? Yeah, well, I am. Uh, well, I haven't committed, but <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a little bit better off than everyone else. I had 470k in the bank, and taking the core down to Schuster just makes me. I can actually take Tanner Boyd to Hines and and keep mm. Cleary. So, yeah, I, I don't hate it. It's God, I'm I'm so on the fence with this one because I don't know if they've got Trindle on the bench as just a backup in case. Um, in case he goes down or whether they're going to ease him back. Um, geez, it's hard. I mean, the average is over 100 against the Dragons. It, it could be an absolute killer not owning him. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I'll be able to watch the game. And then does he kick? I mean, if he's had mm-hmm. a calf problem, you know, there are questions. There's definitely questions around so who kicks? So who kicks if he if doesn't? Because if Trindle's on the bench, who else have they got to kick? I don't think they have anyone, do they? More than can kick, he has kicked for the oh, yeah. Panthers for a little bit, but I, he hasn't done it for a long, long time. Oh, just breaking news too: Kabusi Ben has got hasn't got the downgrade in top four weeks. He got four weeks. He got four weeks because he didn't get a downgrade. Wow. So, mm. time. He's in my draft team, so I need to fix that trade all of a sudden. So. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, and number five, uh, most traded in this week. Um, no arguments whatsoever here. And that's Tommy Turbo. Um, so you, Glenn, mate, this is a no-brainer. You should have started him. You know, I, I mean, I told anyone that listened. Having mm-hmm. said that, look, I didn't captain Turbo for the same reason people didn't buy Turbo. Yeah. You know, and, and there's not much more to say on that. Turbo is somebody everyone should have in the Supercoach side. He's points per dollar. He's, he's going to make money and he's just a gun. Yeah. What's the average is about 100 at the moment. You know, I think he's got a 97 and 103 in two weeks. So, um, yeah. and he's 
Yeah, he's priced at a 57 average, so it's, um, he's looking at negative 25 break even. He's going to make some decent money. Uh, might not get as many points against the, um, as the Rabbitohs, but I think as uh, before the pod, as Ross alluded to, that the forwards at the Rabbitohs are a bit decimated right now, so there could be some decent points through the middle there. He's still coasting too. I mean, like, mm. if anyone's been watching the game, you know, he, he hasn't been fully committed, you know. Mm. I mean, that's what, that run where he ran straight over the line, you know, the um Schuster ball gave to him that was mm. incredible you know it, that show, that's the turbo of old when we get 80 minutes of that again you know yeah. we're going to see them big scores again get turbo it should be 100 percent owned that's yep. a must have yeah. <laughs> not the other one <laughs> in my opinion. Of and he's, uh, he's funnily enough he's still only 50 percent owned mm. yeah i know i don't understand well I, I get like there's so many good fullbacks to have in your team but there's not when you think the top three, you think uh, say let's say top four now because one of them is still injured. But Pappenhausen, Teddy, Latrell, and Turbo, yeah. and then one of those guys is half the price of the others. <laughs> like, yeah, who are you gonna game. go? Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. All right, um, all right. So we'll go to the trade outs now. I won't talk too long on these. Uh, Teddy, uh, everyone trading Teddy out to get some to save that price drop. I yep. did it last week, mate. Um, mm. I just saw the sense in it. I mean, it was scary though. It was oh, yeah. to watch, you know. There were so many times he went over and he looked um, afraid, but I, I did it. I committed to it. it. You know, it's all about the coin now. Yeah. But the thing is, well, if you, you we're going to be doing this whole fear thing all year. Yep. Like I just, I just, I just mentioned the four guns. So when Puffinhausen's ready, we're going to have to watch at least two games That's right. every single week. We're going to be, we're going to be packing ourselves because we're going to be like, crap, he can do anything. So it's just going to be a fun year with four. And it, it hasn't happened for a long time. It's normally the first. There's only just two guns usually. Yeah. Uh, this year we've got, we're got we going to have four. So mm. it's going to be exciting. Uh, number two, most traded out. Dewey, uh, I'll, I'll go. Oh, it doesn't matter which gun goes. You both are Sappy Tigers fans. So, Roscoe, do you reckon the fullback change, changes anything? I've I've just done my buy, hold, sell article. I've got him as a hold this week. Um, I know it's... I get people are trading them out, and I wouldn't be trading them to Schuster unless you're using that cash upgrade elsewhere, like the gun, like up to another gun. But if you're going to um, Munster, yes. Going to Dylan Brown, I think yes. Um, but I'm just going to give him another week and see how he goes. To be honest with you, I think he's going to get more attacking stats at fullback, potentially more tackle busts, more line breaks, all that sort of stuff. So. Although the Tigers aren't playing well, um, we don't have a bad record against uh, Melbourne either. Um, and I think with that, I think with the the Harles and that with Bacon and Brooks, I think we can only get better. Hopefully, mm. with that, but that's I'm just I'm just hopeful on that. That's not yeah. Glenn, your thoughts there, mate? Uh, look, I thought Wakem really straightened up the Tigers when he came on. And um, so given that bit of information, I'd, I'd really like to watch Dewey from fullback. I just think the side, the Tigers look better with Wakem. The issue for me isn't his ability. We, we've got to trust our gut on that. The, the issue is how injured is he and how and how and when will he be, will he be right? Let's get it out. The other, yeah, well, issue, the other issue, sorry, Dan, too, is that you've got Dane Laurie on the bench. Yep. And I, I don't understand. I'm not sure why. Like, are they... Are they going to potentially move Dewey to the centres or something if something goes wrong there and they bring Daniel to fullback? I, I don't know. It's just a weird bench for me. 
I just think it's a bit strange that like they've got a guy that's been dying to play fullback for ages, and then they put Dewey there instead of him staying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, nah, no way. I tell you, I tell you one thing. I actually, you might disagree 100 with me here, <laughs> but at the end of a game, it happened when he played for Penrith too. For the last 10 minutes, when everyone's a bit tired, he moves to fullback, and it happened a few times with Penrith, and he actually injects a bit of power there, a bit, yeah. a bit of creativity, but he can't do it for a whole game. He, I, I, yeah. He's a good runner and, and he's got a lot of ticker. You know what I mean? Like I've actually been to the game and watched him and you can hear the collisions with him and May. I was like quite impressed with both at how quick and hard they hit the line. The issue is where he plays. He, he doesn't know where to put himself as a fullback. It's his yeah. positioning play. Uh, I it's, don't, it's, he's, he's attacking is good like yeah. um, the, through the middle, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The um, Sheens is a mucking around with the dropping players, are we? I mean, Nofo's been terrible, probably deserves to be dropped. And often, 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 he's been dropped as well. So, mm. um, look, they need to make something happen. And I rate, I don't think, I think Seabus is a good player. Um, probably too good to be playing New South Wales Cup, but yeah, mm. I don't know. They've got to do something. Mm. Um, all right, guys, number three, most traded out, uh, Cotter. How long is he out for? Do we know? Two yeah. to four weeks. Yeah, so I think he's a trade out. I think um, yeah, I think money on the bench for a while, and there's other guys ready to go. So, yeah. uh, and number four, Sam Walker with the week off. Uh, would you be trading out Sam Walker? I'll start with you, Roscoe. Uh, yeah, I probably would be. Um, he's been okay, but not great. Um, mm. I mean, you're probably gonna have a lot of people that are gonna have Katoa or Schuster as their backup five eights potentially, and. Probably don't be playing either of those two as your main five eights. When you mm. could potentially have a, a Munster or a Dylan Brown or something there, so I think it's a pretty smart trade to be honest with you. Yeah, Glenn, you agree? I do. I think he's rocks yeah. and diamonds, mate. Yeah, and I think um, their draw started off good, but we know it's going to be a bit tougher moving forward for a little bit longer. So yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, if he was your backup. Unlikely. If he was your backup half, you could almost contemplate maybe holding him as a bit of a pod. But if if you've got Katoa or yeah, like I said, or Schuster, I'd play Schuster. But even then, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be playing Katoa in the regular. The problem so, with owning someone like Sam Walker is that that amount of money that he costs is a lot of money to not play in your seventeen early oh, yeah. in the season. And, yeah. and I just think there's too many money spots, and he he'd be taking up one of those money spots. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um. And on the number five on the most traded out list, and that's uh, Cleary. I think um, he's he's going to lose money, but this happened last time, and he had the same break, even one sixty one, and then he came out and busted two one fifties in a row last year. So uh, I understand he, he only averages like fifty two against the um, Parramatta Eels, but his last few games he's been getting pretty decent scores against them. I think he had a bit of a rough start there. So I think he also it was against the Eels when he got suspended. I'm pretty sure and sent off for that dangerous tackle. So I think that that's going to allude to that average a little bit as well. I'm not for this trade. Um, I, I feel people are going to be trading Cleary to Hines. Glenn? Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. I mean, I, I, I'm not even going to comment. I just think that if you're trading out Cleary, you, it, it's just dumb, mm. in my opinion. I mean, again, it's my opinion, but... Yeah. I'd, I'd there's there's a world where I see people, I don't, I'm not going to do, but there's a world where I can see if you have a solid plan to get him back when you need to, and that plan you have to stick to 100%, I can see that happening. It's fine because you're going to want him back for sure. But I yeah, I just you need to have that solid plan. And, and there's some good super coaches out there that will have that very 
formidable plan ready to go. So the problem with plans is that other things happen and, and yeah. you find yourself I've been in that position before where I thought, right, this is what I'm gonna do. And then all of a sudden I've dropped horse trades, injury, yeah. injury, bang, and that mm. issue stays. So look, Cleary's a super coach gun like Teddy, like Turbo, you know, I can understand Teddy. Uh, I would suggest that don't sell Teddy and Turbos are uh, Cleary. One or the yeah. other. Yeah. yeah, but like I think we had touched on it last week though. If you're gonna sell Cleary, you gotta there's less people, less backups that are gonna be equivalent or they're gonna help you out. With if you sell Teddy, you've still got Latrell. You've, you've yeah. got heaps more people to, to go to and and feel like you're not gonna miss out as much. So I just think Cleary, there's less off like you go Hughes and Hughes can go okay and then go good and then go average again. So that's right. The, yeah. the gap I between think, <laughs> I think Sorry. it's. I think it's way too risky. Mm. Um, it's not risk versus reward because you could trade him out for three rounds and go, I'm going to get him back in round nine when they get an easier draw. But in that meantime, you could have missed three scores over 100. And the way you've got to look at it is this bloke's a keeper till the end. So if you don't trade him out ever, he's not going to lose you any cash. And that's how you've got to look mm. at it. So I'm seeing a lot of people trading Cleary to Adam Reynolds, and I think that's just ludicrous. <laughs> to be honest, oh, I don't. I think that's chasing last week's points. I really, really do. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to stick solid with him. And um, there was I was contemplating trading Cleary to Hines as a couple-week player and then getting Cleary back. But like Len said, I think hit, injuries hit, forced trades come. All of a sudden, you don't have the catch to get him back. And you really want to have both of them. I just wanted to say the gap between Cleary and the next half is a lot different than the gap between Tedesco and the next fullback. Yeah. I would not sell Cleary to Adam Reynolds. But if you own Cleary and you're thinking about going Adam Reynolds as a pod, I actually like it. And if you actually look at Adam Reynolds' scores over the last two years and how many games he's missed, I think you'll actually be surprised. Yeah, he, having, got, having he, cleared, having, ceiling, he hasn't got the ceiling of the base of Cleary, though. Not no, 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 of course not. But he's got the yeah. – I mean, he hasn't had many scores over 100, but he's had five at 100. And he's had a yeah. few just thereabouts. So he, and he's got a good draw. You know, like I, I don't hate that trade. I do hate it from Cleary to DCR uh, to AA, but I don't. Yeah. Rate. Well, one one thing that you could say is a lot of people are trying to get Nico. Some people will wait till say round seven to get Nico, which I think is a good plan as well. Um, yeah. so you could go A-Ray and build up as a stepping stone to get to Nico, which I don't mind. Yeah, as long as you still have Cleary. Awesome. Um, all righty. Let's get into the games, guys. So first game off the rank, Thursday night, Battle of the West, Panthers versus the Eels. Um, we'll start with you, Glenn. Um, what are you what what kind of points of interest are you looking at here? Well, I think Maddo at second row is very interesting. Um, mm. I, I predicted it on the pod a few weeks ago. I said that I think with Hopgood at uh, lock, I just think that it almost forces the hand of them to to play him at second row. And if if he does keep that spot at second row. He'll be someone I'll be targeting ASAP. Um, he doesn't seem to make it to origin. They play round 13. There's a lot to like about it. Um, Dury's been named on the bench, uh, which was kind of predictable. Yeah, that, that's apparent. What was the other side they were playing? Sorry, I've got last week's paper. Pan, Panthers, mate. <laughs> Panthers. Yeah, right. Uh, so um, I like, um, what's his name? Taruva. I've noticed a few people that don't have him. If you don't, get mm. on him. Because he, he will make money and he's got solid base, I think. Yeah, I think he's very he's like last year's uh, mate, mate, I reckon. Yeah, he's uh, got solid base, and if he gets a few tries, which is bound to happen on that Panthers wing, um, he's going to get some decent scores there. So, yeah, prime real estate. 
Yeah. Uh, anything else, uh, Roscoe? Um, not really. Um, uh, I would probably wouldn't go near Maddo just because of his concussion history and for, for, he's he loves his suspension too. So I don't think I'd go there. <laughs> but um, one one I'll definitely be watching closely. will be Dylan Brown because yeah. if Dewey doesn't play, doesn't fly this week, um, he'll be coming into my team probably earlier than what I'm predicting too. So, yeah. but other than that, the Panthers obviously we keep my eye on Cleary. Um. Not really much else there, to be honest with you, with the Panthers that I'm really liking at this stage. But, you know, if a few guns drop in price, like um, Stephen Crichton or a couple others like that, then I'd be worth watching. Can I just say, those people that are going to A-Ray, another alternative could be at round six to also go Moses. Moses and Brown both will play round 13 and, in my opinion, will be heavily owned anyway at that period. And their draw really sweetens up from round six. Mm. They've both been scoring really well, especially Brown. I think he's had back-to-back hundreds. The only problem there is if you in round six, that's only I can think of that could be an issue. If in round six, are you gonna who are you gonna sacrifice? Because in round seven, you want to get Hines in. So you're gonna sacrifice Cleary or Hines. It's gonna be the only challenge there. So uh, in saying in that, we know on his, on his day, yeah. You know what I'm saying, uh, but I'm saying like they're gonna people go. You're gonna have him get Moses in for two weeks, and that's it. And that's what I was referring to. Yeah, so. right. I don't think I could go. I don't think I could own both at one time. I just think that they comp- they take points off each other, and I'd be sitting there screaming at the TV guy, stealing points off my own player. Like, <laughs> it's like watching the BBL when your batter gets out by your bowler. You know. <laughs> What's good about those two? I just want to elaborate on this. Is so some halves you'll see are the dominant half, and they'll play both sides of the field. Brown and Moses predominantly play left and right, which means that a lot of the left side play to Lane, to Sebo, will come through Brown. And a lot of the right side play, which is Madison outside of Moses, which I really like. So I can see Moses putting Maddo through. So just that's the, that's the what, that's what I like. I like the connections. Lane, Brown, Moses, Maddo, one or the other. I'm going Brown, Lane. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um. I think I've got a question really in this game is uh, how do we think uh, Hopgood's with that bench make up Hopgood minutes are going to look like is he a, would is he worth playing this week or would you sit him or no oh, yeah, you, so you, you're playing him yeah. yeah you reckon it was last week's minutes were a bit lighter because of the heat as well it's the heat absolutely yeah. I think so yeah. cool yeah because I got I got uh, Jackson Ford back in my team and I'm like oh I got I could drop one of the players and I'm Maybe I'll have to drop uh, drop King maybe instead. I think um might be might work out better. I like Ford. Yeah. Uh, all right. So game two. Uh, sorry, bear with me. I literally have not got it up at the moment. So game two, we're looking at Storm versus the Tigers. So um in Melbourne, uh, we'll go to you, Glenn. Uh, mate, this one here. What are you thinking? You think it's going to be a bit of a whitewash? I don't, man. I I've said it every pod, and I'm going to repeat it. They look shaky, the Storm. They are really shaky on the edges and everyone's saying it's the storm, blah, blah, blah. But you can't fix that, what's on their edges. Uh, Munster, though, will straighten them up and uh, and I still think they'll win well. But we've also, Wakeham straightened us up and then mm. we've got IPAP as well. I think this game will be a little closer than people think. I backed the Titans last week, uh, like put a bet on because that's how confident I was. And I still feel this will be closer than people think too. Although well, gotta, start, this is a bit different. Yeah, we've got to think... Dogs, Titans, and now you've got Tigers. This is like there's three underdogs there. They yeah. just put the number on them. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you got, uh, Roscoe? Uh, look, I think I think Storm will uh, win. 
I don't know if it'll be comfortably, but if Hughes plays, if he gets off his judiciary and Hughes and Munster both there, I think we could be in some big trouble. But um, yeah, they they but they're centre wing and their wingers, they're not great. They they're um like Glenn said, their each defence is pretty ordinary. I mean, they put they lost they leaked thirty eight points against the Titans out of all teams and. You know, I really thought the Storm were going to come out last week and put a, put a score on them, and it didn't happen. And I, I'm not liking what I see from them at the moment. There's some players there that you probably won't own. I think Nick Feeney's a sneaky pod. Yeah. If you want something different, um, I really like what I'm seeing from him. But if you look at their draw next few games after Tigers, it's not great. They've got a pretty tough draw, so mate, they they could be they could struggle the next few games to be honest with you after this week. So look. One player I do like, if you don't own, is Elise Katoa. I said it at the start of the season in the trials, I really looked at the set plays and they're all set around him. Melbourne were very ugly last week, but um, I think, as I said, with Hughes and Munster together, that will straighten it up. And I, I expect some stuff from Katoa. But, but, but I know a lot of people own Leoro too, and he's been pretty disappointing this year. No, he's mm. a dud. I think Leo is very meat and potatoes. I'm not a big fan of the meat and potatoes second rower. I want to have that attacking flair that gets um, attacking touch as well. And I think Katoa has that. Uh, all right. Uh, game two on Friday night. We've got the top of the table clash here. Dolphins and the Broncos. Who would have thought here in that, eh? Roscoe? Yeah, well, after the news that Kabushi's been suspended for four weeks um, and they're missing Jeremy Marshall King, um, I think this is the week that the Dolphins will get exposed. I mm. think um, Broncos will carve them up through the middle with Carrigan and Haas and out the edges with um, Herbie and um, Staggs out there. I think I could see Broncos putting 40 points on them easy this week, unfortunately. I just think, you know, um, Titan Dolphins looked a lot better when uh, Cody Nicarima came on the field, gave them some sort of direction. Mm. Um, but, yeah, geez, um Yeah, I... Yeah, it's not great this week. I mean, I own the hammer. I'll play the hammer because I, I like what I see from him and he's he's involved a lot. Um, and obviously, Gilbert's another one I'll be keeping an eye on too because he's been, you know, flying under the radar. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't started him because I did have him originally, but his trials didn't look great. So, kind of put me off a bit. But um, for the Broncos, yeah, Jesus. I mean, Herbie and Stags could have a field day this week too. So, yeah. I think... Um... I think defensively, like with, with like on the edges there for Dolphins, they've got like play, people like you and Aiken who I oh know I'm talking about the far edges here. He's quite a very good defender, um. So he that, that might be which actually we I was talking to Broad about this on the weekend about whenever Stags is up against that good defender, he takes it as a personal challenge and he goes at next next level. So how good he was like he like last week he went up against Lomax, who's known as that other good a pretty yeah. decent. Uh, pretty decent center there. And he was like, I think he takes it as a personal challenge to just outdo that person. So I think um, it could be a really good uh, chance for the Stags there. So <laughs> he is one that's so frustrating to own. Like, you, he's, he's like you said, you want to play him against the tougher opponents, not play mm-hmm. him against like the easy opponents because that's when he seems to not score so well. So, um, yeah, I'd, I couldn't go there, but <laughs> it too many times. Uh, I was uh, up against Broad last week in my head-to-head and he had stags and that um, pretty much as soon as stags went through, I was like, yep, that's over for me. My head-to-head's over. So, <clears throat> um, All right. So, uh, I would next... like to say something on this game, <laughs> if I can. <laughs> no, you don't Go get to. No, you don't get to. Um, 
Um, so the first thing I was going to say was you said that the Finns would be exposed this game. I actually thought they were exposed last game. I just don't think that Newcastle will be able to capitalise on that. Mm. A better side will. But there's yeah. a couple of players of interest that I really like. So in the Finns, you mentioned um, Ewan Aiken. I actually think he'd be mm. an interesting pod. Uh, Bennett's picked a very good defensive team. That's what he's tried to build, a defensive side. But they just don't mm. have the points. And I agree with you, Ross, that I think that the Broncos win this well. But just on the dra- uh, on the um, sorry Broncos, I really like Stags. I really like that right side, and I really like that left side with Herbie Farmworth. So if anyone's out there looking for a pod, if you haven't got Carrigan, I think he's of, of interest. But I think Stags points per dollar isn't bad value based on draw, and I think Walsh helps open up both their edges. Yeah, Walsh has been good moving from side to side. There, he's been really good to help those guys a bit more. Because- we all complained last year when there was no ball getting to Stags. But I think with the way that Walsh has been swooping around and actually opening that team up a little bit, it's what, what, sort of what, a Walsh, piece of the puzzle they needed. What Walsh also does is, in the past, well, in my opinion, last year, you just shut down A-Ray, you shut down the Broncos. But what they've done, yeah. is now they've got a different point of attack. By bringing Walsh in, it means that's another person. So that means less, less eyes have to be on A-Ray to cover Walsh. Do you know what I mean? So... I, I think Walsh is a great addition to that club. As I said earlier, I still think people rate him higher than I do. But, yeah. I like yeah another it. one I just want to throw in there that we didn't mention, that I mentioned last night on our pod is uh, Lemmy Lemu. Mm. Um, 345, 354K, uh, mid-range. He's got a 76 and a 64. Now, he got an eight round two, but he came off the bench. Yeah. Um, their game is Broncos, uh, Dragons, uh, Cowboys next three. If you wanted a mid-range um, centre wing, I don't think he's the worst option. Well, I haven't really been watching this. Because I know he was a centre. Has he been playing the back row? Uh, has he, he been playing in centre? Actually... Go, Ross. No, I, think he, I thought he played in centres, but maybe I'm wrong. I remember there was one game he got named in the back row, and I was like, wait a minute, it's a bit strange. So He's definitely beefed up since last year when he was playing in the centres. You keep going, I'm just going to check. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, we'll move on to the next game. I'll start with you, Glenn. Um, Cowboys versus another Queensland Derby. Cowboys versus the Titans. Um, <laughs> not so impressive, the um, Cowboys this year. I think they'll get their form moving forward. Or I reckon they're not the same they were last year. Yeah, I I, I still like the Cows. But mm. um, the Titans um, pass the ball around. That, that's why they trouble Melbourne. Melbourne play mm. a very structured game of rugby league. Titans are kind of all over the place. And that sort of confuses those structured <laughs> sides. So um, I actually think Titans can win this game. Mm. Yeah, yeah well, like because I think you're right. I think the with the forwards that the Cowboys have, they are also very very structured the way they play as well. Very solid forward pack, and and, and they're not really as fancy with their their movement around with their plays as well. When they're close to the line, they're pretty good with Dearden moving around the back there with Drinkwater as well. But like, yeah, I think Drinkwater out is similar to Walsh in the sense yeah. that now Drinkwater's out, they can shut down Dearden. You know what I mean? It, it, it's an easy, easier who they need to focus on. Mm-hmm. I think we drink water out. That's going to be a bit of a worry for them and Cotter as well. That's it. Uh, Roscoe? So just back on, sorry, just back on Lima Lima. He actually was named at number 10 last week. Oh, um, okay. played 72 <laughs> minutes, so I'm not too sure what happened there. But, um, yeah, say. so, yeah. Um, on the Cowboys, oh, gosh, there's not much to like at the moment, is there? Um, Reese Robson, maybe, if you want, probably look at getting him in as my second hooker at some stage, but there really isn't much there to like at the moment there. 
they just look flat. They didn't look right. I didn't see the game against the Cal against the Warriors, but I, I, yeah, not much to like to see from at the moment. I have to disagree. There's one person there that I actually did like. It's just whether his job security is, and that's Tom Chester. If he gets a set amount of time in the game, um, he's definitely someone that I'd be picking up. He looked incredible, I thought. Yeah, he looks like he just wanted the ball. Yeah, yeah it looks right. really good. Yeah. So, awesome. All right. Game two on the Saturday is uh, Rabbitohs versus Manly. Um, I'll go to you, Roscoe, for this one to start with, mate. Um, what are you thinking here? Anyone here of interest? Yeah, there's a few for South that I'll be keeping on for the next few weeks. Um, Colin Matungi's one. Um, mm-hmm. He's been really good. Um, AJ, when he drops in price, will be one to look at as well. Um, can Cody Walker find some form if he drops a decent amount of cash? Because he's been pretty disappointing as well. But yeah, He needs um, to go to anger management classes before he can move on there. So, And then obviously Latrell. I looked at their yeah. talk earlier after Origin. Um, particularly after Origin, they've got a sweet run home. I'll be probably all over him for the run home from about round 14, 15 onwards for them. Mm. Yeah. Well, I thought Campbell Graham played the best game of football I've seen him play yeah. last week. That He mm. was incredible. He was in and out. He was all over the place. Um, the issue is, though, he'll possibly play Origin. But, I mean, if he plays round 13, I think he'll be a must. I, I, I second what Ross said on all the others. Kalama Tungy really stood out. Um, that they'll be people we may target at some point later. The Roosters have been disappointing, but there's two in there I would like to point out. I think Lindsay Collins could be someone of interest if you have a cheap front rower like a Codder and you need money. Uh, the problem is this week it's a buy, but going forward, I, I've seen enough from Lindsay Collins that I think you'll make money and be consistent. The other one that I have is a pod who's been playing quite well and just slightly going by is Nat Butcher. Everyone jumped on eager. Mm. I paid the extra 100k and I've got my money's worth. He's you know, he, he's – and what I like about him is that Bradley goes down a lot, which means that he, he moves into the lock position and defends at lock. And um, anyone that's playing in attack at second row and defending at lock is gold for Supercoach. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching uh, – I haven't gotten that, but I've been watching that. And he's been looking, like, amazing on the field. Like, he's been, like – when the Roosters haven't been looking too great, he comes out and actually he's starting to, like, straighten them up. He looks really good. He's running nice little inward lines and yeah. – Making some decent meters, so I really like that shout. Sorry, uh, boys, I'll be back in one second, okay? Keep going. All good. Anyone from the Manly team that, um, obviously Schuster there and Turbo, is there anyone else there of interest that you'd be looking at? Uh, let me just have a quick second. Well, obviously, if you don't own Turbo, get Turbo. Yeah. Schuster, as we've said, I think you can wait a week. DCE is an avoid, in my opinion. So I've seen a few people with DC or going after DC. Like I said, the play went left. But the one that I do like, um, not now, but at some point in the future, as money comes down, is Ola Kawatu. I think mm-hmm. he, he could be someone that could get into our side at some point. Yeah. I think um, I, 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 I always compare Ola Kawatu to uh, Koala Matangi. I reckon they're very similar builds, big bodies on that edge, and they've just, they're very similar style. And they get those arms out, and they can do offloads and get line break assists. Um, I don't know. Was it Olakwadi got two tries last week, and he didn't get the biggest score? But that's because there was no line breaks. So they were like intercepts, or there was, well, was one that was a game. Play. To be fair, but the other one that people we're not talking about, I guess we probably should, is Garrick. So there's a yeah. lot of people going after Garrick, and look, I ain't going to talk anyone out of that. He kicks goals. He's got solid base. Even if he doesn't score a try, you're not going to get a bad score. I mm. don't hate it. I just think that prioritise your money first, guys. We, we have a, an opportunity this year, unlike any other year, where in rounds three, four, and five, we can build cash. Trust me, utilise that. 
mm. take a little bit of a hit going forward you'll build you'll get two three four more guns than those that don't yeah. i think um like i think we've said it a couple like last year was um you need to kind of earn the right to get those guns and try and build that cash and and it, like I'm sitting at ten thousand right now. I know I guarantee you the guy that's uh that's gonna win this year or the guy or the girls gonna win this year was probably gonna be behind me. Yeah, you know what I mean? like they're probably sitting around twenty thousand right now. Yeah. He's so sixteen K, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, so moving on to the first Sunday game. Warriors in New Zealand, Mount Smart Stadium against the Bulldogs. Roscoe, mate. Uh what are you thinking here? Do you think the Warriors um can do it? I think they can. Mm. Um, I think I don't think the dogs have been great to be honest with you. I mean, they've been playing okay football, but not great. Um, Warriors have built fought well this year. Um, at home, I think they can they can definitely knock them off. Um, Ford Ford's back this week, but they lose Barnett as well, obviously. Um, mm. but they get CNK back as well from his um HIA, but um, they're building on nicely. The Warriors, I think, um, they could be a bit of a surprise packet this year. Mm, yeah. one, one thing I, I want to say, like, because I think you're right with Bulldogs have shown glimpses of being pretty good, uh, but then they've just shown just horrible as well. They're showing the good and the bad. I think the Warriors, they might not have shown the best, but they have been very consistent and they're actually showing a bit more structure. I think they're actually playing a lot better and more simple football, actually playing more yeah. consistently. Glenn? I think there's quite a few players that are super coach yeah. relevant for the Dogs. I mean, obviously, we own a few of them in Karaz and um, Preston and Alamotti. So, I mean, if you don't own those, but I actually really like what I saw from Hayes Perham. And um, the other one, I, I try to tell people, don't go near Reed Mahoney. But um, but the other one I like is Raymond Palatamarina. On the Warriors, I, I said, I believe they've been the best, uh, they've bought best, better than any other club this year. And I won't go through who they are, but Ford. You can wait a week on Ford because of what happened um, and, you know, got that low point in his rolling average. But he had the highest offloads and the highest tackle bust in junior rugby league. And the coach has come out and clearly stated that he wants him playing 80 minutes on the left edge. So at 280K, um, points per dollar makes a lot of sense. I just yeah. want to add, I just want to add my stuff up with trades on the weekend too that actually worked in my favour. I saved myself a boost and also was going um, cheese to money. And I'm actually glad I didn't do it, to be yeah. honest with you. I know that um, cheese has got the buy this week, but might just get a couple more weeks, look at him and see if he gets any better. If not, I'll upload him to a um to a um, Reese Robson or something. Yeah, I, I've got my last reserve, and I, like at the moment, I'm tossing up between um Ford and uh, which I want to play, but also not sure what Josh King's gonna put up from the storm either. So mm. I'm, I'm thinking about leaning towards Ford just because they're playing at home um and more minutes, so there's more opportunity for points. Yeah. Um. So I'm thinking about leaning towards that. So. Uh, alrighty, on to the next game. Uh, Newcastle Knights playing at home against the Raiders. Uh, yeah, so Raiders got their first win on the weekend. So, um, but they're going away now. So, Roscoe, tough game in the pit. Um, mm-hmm. Newcastle haven't been playing too bad considering the amount of injuries that they've got. I mean, obviously they get Jaden Bailey back this week, but they're still missing Ponga. Um, but look, they've, they've, they haven't been playing too bad to be honest with you. I mean. You know, look what happened against the Tigers, but that was the Tigers. But, you know, they dig it in and they're having a go. And rightly so, Dom, Dom Young's finally been dropped, which probably was on the cards because he's been awful. So I'm glad that the Roosters are... I'm sure the Roosters are happy about spending that money on him, that they've paid him. Um, mm. 
But I'll, I'll be definitely watching Marzu to see how he goes. Um, we all know he's a tackle busting machine. Another one that could be one to keep an eye, um, Sneaky Pod, uh, is Leo Thompson as well. Um, he goes from lock to prop this week, but they're a bit they're a bit decimated with injuries at the moment with their forwards and stuff too, but they get Frizzell back this week. But I think he could be one to keep an eye on too. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, he has a friendly game. I, I watched him last year because I had him in my team because one of the cheapies that I had, yeah. nice little slow burn, and he didn't do very good for me. That was because he wasn't getting the minutes, but he looked really good uh, when he did have the ball. He was, I think, he was probably getting like fifteen minutes with the ball, but then he'd always score about twenty-one points. So it's a pretty solid PPM. I think he's um, got a good footwork at the line there. So definitely one like, to keep an eye on. He's a bit like Mowali for for South too. I mean, you know, like they've got um, to toll out this week and. They're starting for feeder over Moali, so obviously I'm not too sure what's going on there. I was expecting Moali to probably get more minutes this week, but mm. we'll see what happens. Mm. Uh, Glenn, mate, Knights and Raiders. I really like Lockie Miller. I started him as a pod, and he's been very handy for me. I mean, two fifties in just raw base, and then last week a ninety something with you know a couple of tries. Um, but I wouldn't suggest going out buying him if you don't, mm. you know, like. That's a personal one. But the two that stood out for me, I thought Bradman Best actually played really well um, and he could be someone of interest, but he does find an injury. An injury. And Tyson Gamble, I mean, geez, I, mm-hmm. I really like this kid. I, I think he's um, one of them people that competes on every play. From the Raiders, I mean, Tarpany will be someone that everyone will get by 13. I, I wouldn't suggest doing it right now. But the other two I like was Corey Hiranera. I actually like him at lock and um, his minutes are starting to improve and obviously Hudson Young. But you, you take Hudson Young with the risk of knowing that he's a meathead and at any time he could get sent off. So that's no, you can say the same that. about you can say the same about how you, you said you like you like the kid in Gamble. No one likes the play. One of the most punchable faces in the game, hasn't yeah. <laughs> More punchable than Cody Walker. <laughs> uh, no, well, I think um as well, one of the things that we all look at the game, we think, Oh god, these are fiery, he's a fight he's you got to think these guys have a like the uh, prime example is uh, Rory Hargraves. He's probably one of the nicest guys off the field, but he just just changes, just turns the switch on. He he's, actually, he's a competitor. He is a nice I know, yeah, I, I know. I, I hear these things all the time. These guys yeah. are like they have a switch in their head and they just get their mongrel in them to go on the game, and that works for them as a player. Um, I think Gamble at Hastings, oh, maybe not Hastings. I hear he's a bit of a um. A flog off the side from what I hear. So, yeah. so question then, is it too early to be looking towards round 13? Because the reason why I say that is, would it be stupid to go to Connor to um, Tarpany over Haas, do we think? Do you think it's too early to make I, that I'd go Tohu if I was going to do that. Mm. I think Tohu, I mean, Tarpany's someone you'll probably want, but Tohu's playing the minutes. He's been, oh, well, though, Jazz to Angus, but I, still, I, I would go Tohu. I just think he'd be more consistent early. Mm. Mm. And he plays the bye round too, Ross. Yeah. All right. Uh, last game of the week uh, in Australia's Jubilee Stadium, we've got the Dragons taking on the Sharks. So, uh, Glenn, we'll start with you this time, mate. Um... Well, Sloan would be the one from the Dragons that would come to mind. I really like he's passed the eye test. I mean, but he plays for the Dragons. That's the problem. And the other one I like was Bird, Jack Bird. I think he's one to keep an eye on. And uh, who, who was the other side you just said, mate? Dragons. Sharks, mate. Sharks. Sharks. Sorry, mate. My, I'm not in the game at the moment. <laughs> um, well, the Sharks, I wouldn't be touching any one of them now, but they are players that post round 13. The whole back line could be of interest. You know, Ramian, Talakai, Katoa and Mulatalo, all at different times are of interest and obviously Hines. Hines would be the only one 
and that's a personal choice. It's a big risk with Trindle on the bench, but um, I think I'm going to take the punt because I just love Heinze. And I hope it's a wet game so we get to see him playing with the wet hair. Oh, yeah, just those points, <laughs> just those, those, those triple points coming those through. So, points. Yeah. that's it. Uh, Roscoe? Yeah, look, um, yeah, I mean, Dragons, there's not really anyone there of interest to me. Ben Hunt might be at some stage um, if he gets cheap enough. Um, Sloan, I'm not too sure on. I was going to start him at the start of the year, but when they had the buy, I opted to not go him instead. Um, but I noticed there was quite a few people jumping on him. Um, I think he's probably the probably the better, the cheapest to buy this week if you are looking to buy a cheapie. Um, other than that, for the Sharks, yeah, like Glenn said, Hines, um, I said on our pod last night, I think the whole Sharks back line could be ones to keep an eye on. They've all got pretty high BEs, so I wouldn't be touching them in the next probably two to three weeks. But I think uh, Katawa and all that definitely, I mean, Mulatawa as well, they'll definitely all be options at some stage. Even Nia Cora and Wilton could become of interest. I mean, people have got Wilton now and I don't hate it. But uh, Nia Cora always has good moments through the season if you can just pick the right time and draw and, you know, points per dollar. He's had a pretty decent start, Nia Cora, as well. He's yeah, had a pretty yeah. good start. He's got, he's, got, he's got a try already, so it's always good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's all the games wrapped up, guys. So let's uh, move on. One of the things I want to talk about now is uh, the currently the overall winner of the um, Tragics overall group. Uh, Frank's Tanks taking over the lead, uh, ranked 68th overall. So, well done there, mate. He got 1,210 this week. It's a massive score. So, well done, mate. Nice one. Um, yeah, that very name nice. Actually, that name actually sounds familiar. I think he's a bit of a gun when it comes to BBL, I'm pretty sure, too. He does all right now as well, BBL Super Coach. Pretty yeah, sure no, he's in there somewhere as well. I've definitely well, we're doing all the cash comps and stuff. I'm pretty sure I've seen his name around a fair bit. So, um, good luck, mate. Keep going. Uh, all right, so let's start talking trades, guys, if you want to share. So we'll start with you, Roscoe, mate. What trades are we looking at? Yep, so we've got uh, Teddy out, um, Teddy out, <laughs> Brimson out, uh, Collins out, and we've got uh, Haas in, Schuster in, and um, Karaz in, and banking mm-hmm. about 550k to hopefully go from Katawa to Hines next week. Mm-hmm. Like it. Glenn? Um, so my two definite trades are I'm bringing in Walsh and Schuster um, for Nia Cora and oh not Nia Cora sorry Viliami and um, oh, who was I trading out Boyd uh, no, no no it wasn't Boyd it was um, I can't even remember I'm trading out guys. <laughs> but uh, the other one I'm bringing in is Hines for Tanner Boyd so mm. I, I'm bringing in Hines Schuster, uh, Walsh and um, Schuster. Schuster. Yeah, and I can't even remember who I'm trading out. So, not a good day for me, mate. It's been a busy one. My yeah, mind yeah, is still there. Uh, all right, so I'm looking at um, potentially going uh, Dewey out for Munster. I've got a bit of cash banked up. And then going Jackson Hastings to Nico Hines. Um, I'm a bit scared of that trade now. I'm actually a bit nervous about it. So, I'm thinking about maybe waiting a week um, and actually playing it safe because I don't, I need to play Hastings. I've got other players I can play, so I can just let him bench there. And he might lose a little bit of cash, but I'm not too fast, not enough to really worry about. Um, but I think the one that I really want to get in is Munster. Um, yeah. I think uh, he's going to be pretty fired up after watching his team the last couple of weeks get beaten. He's going to come out fired up. And he's yeah playing against the Tigers, so I'm thinking he's going to come out there and he's going to show some yeah some gusto and um on my last trade um if um my VC which we'll talk about soon 
goes uh, goes bonkers, I won't do this trade. But if he doesn't go bonkers, I'll go Teddy to Walsh um, to build some more cash up. So. I just remember, by the way, so it was Miller I was thinking of selling if I got Hines. I was selling Tanner mm. Boyd and um, Willie Army. I've got 480k in the bank. But yeah, if nice. I get Hines, then I have to give up Miller to do it, which I don't like doing, but it's Hines. Yeah, and, the, and that, 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 that there is what you call like, some moves seem a bit crazy. Like you got a guy that's making money, he's doing all right. But then you think, you look at Heinz's upside. So they're the kind of moves that people will go, that's a stupid move, but it's actually a move that's going to get me bloody points and actually help me bloody gain ground. And you look so, at the quality, I'm bringing in three guns. Yeah, exactly. Walsh and Heinz, well, arguably guns, you know what I'm saying? For three, two spuds and a, and a gun. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very, very smart. It's like overall your team afterwards is a massive upgrade. So right, yeah. yeah. And if you, look at Newcastle, if you look at Newcastle's draw after this game, Glenn, you probably won't regret it. I think when you see their draw, well, you probably go and make the right choice. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Thank you. Love Ross. it. I feel good. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just saying, a lot of people... <laughs> no, honestly, a lot of people will see like trading out someone that's potentially going to make more money and all that kind of stuff with Miller. But I think you got to look at the overall picture of that whole trade yeah. and that actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, I don't think... think Miller's making much money. He's at 600K already. He's scoring around his worth. I mean, he's had 250s and now a 90. I mean, yeah, yeah, he, he could get to 650, I guess. But Yeah, okay. I mean, so not, not missing out on much, really. That's right, yeah, yeah. based on the others that are going to make the coin. Yeah. All right, so my um, I'll go. I'll start with my VC, my captain. So at the moment, I'm looking at putting the VC on Munster, uh, players early in the week. Um, and then I'll look at potentially uh, putting the captain on uh, probably someone like a bit safer, probably like a turbo or someone like that. Might not be as safe there. Um, but if I do bring in Hines, that's the risky one. Is Hines, which is always he could go nuts, but you could also get benched after 20 minutes because they're, they're up, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, that's what I'm looking at. And I'm hoping I won't need to worry about my VC. My, my, my captain, sorry. I'm hoping my VC is feeling pretty good. Uh, we'll go to you next, Glenn. Uh, VC and captain? Well, I haven't fully committed, but um, Cleary's one option as VC or Grant as an option. But the other one I've been thinking about, if I if I don't go Hines, I will go Munster. And if I get Munster, I'll straight see him. Um, but the other person I was thinking about was Hines, Turbo VC, Hines C. I mm. mean, bring him in, have a go. Maybe that, that yeah. could be what I do. You know, I want to enjoy my Supercoach this year. In the past, I've played a bit safe. I've got angry at stuff. I just want to have fun. And if it goes yeah. off, it goes off. And if it doesn't, well, you know, delete the app. <laughs> that's it. That's it, mate. Well, that's the thing, though. The, the winner is not going to be the one that's Captain Hass or Grant all year. Yeah. It's going to be the one taking some risks. So, yeah. uh, Roscoe, mate, VC and ca- Captain? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to get it out of the way early and go VC on Cleary and C on Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Like it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up, guys? Um no, just good just sorry, just good luck to those eight little left in the Maddie Wilson fundraiser. And again, yeah. thank you for everyone who entered that. And Dan, thanks for organizing it all and everything. So um it's been a great cause and um yeah, it's been fantastic. So thanks to everyone who entered in and good luck to those left. Yeah, only a couple of weeks left now. Exciting. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for that. Uh, Join in next week um, and we'll talk again. Let's go. So you want to be a champion? Oh, no. Now the knee. Well, that was it. Manu. What's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up a crime.
makes the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So, you pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end. Or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a try.